Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hey, 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 how you doing? I'm here with Andy Rathbone, author of Windows for Dummies, Surface for Dummies, and just one all-round smart guy. And he talks, Andy, when you talk about a program, you just don't, you tell the negatives as well as the positives. We've talked over the years about a lot of things you've wrote, written about, and I love that you're always honest. You know, that maybe something just isn't ready for prime time. Yeah, a lot of things in the Surface RT aren't ready for, for prime time. And that's why, uh, that's why people are buying the book, because, um, you know, they don't want a book that just tells them how things work. They want to tell, have a book that tells them what to do when the thing doesn't work, you know? Because uh, a lot of times just, things just don't work the way they're supposed to. I mean, when I'm writing the book, uh, the Surface RT book, um, I didn't get any help from Microsoft, so I just hung out on their, their tech support forum on uh, Microsoft Answers and looked at the questions people were asking and uh, then, then just incorporated a lot of the, uh, the answers that they needed and stuck it in the Surface, um, Surface for Dummies book. Well, you know, that's an interesting thing I think our listeners should know about. Um, a lot of times when you write du- for dummies books, well, actually all the times for me, I, I get no help from the people I'm writing the book on, for instance, eBay, Twitter, or Facebook. We have to find out the answers ourselves. So, you know, I think that, that makes writing a dummies book not only fun but a real learning experience. Yeah, yeah and I wish I could read Chinese because that's where all the leaks are coming out. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd get a, a big step up on Windows Blue if I could just <laughs> read what's on the Windows 8 uh, site over in China. My gosh. Uh, did you try Google Translate? Oh, that's an idea. All right. Well, we have to talk about what you find out later. You have to copy and paste from me. <laughs> <laughs> so before, I, I don't want to run out of time. I want to talk about the charms bar because this is something totally different. And this is something that slides out of the right-hand side of the screen and it has these oddly designed charms. The only thing I really understood was the little cog, which I knew was settings, and the magnifying glass I right away figured was search. But there's more to it than that. You've got devices. Tell us about the charms and how they work within each thing that you're using. Yeah, I, I kind of like the charms bar, where you, uh, especially on the tablet, where you can just slide your finger in from the right edge, and it just pops up, and you can uh, touch the the five most important things right there, like you covered the search and the share. Um, the devices is mainly used when you want to um, take your your surface, connect it to a port, uh, to an external monitor or to a TV set. I mean, that's how um, that's how we've been watching uh, Downton Abbey series three because we we missed it um, when it aired, and so we've got it connected to the high definition TV. And I just uh, flip up the, uh, the the charms bar, touch devices, and then choose a second monitor, and then it sends it off to the uh, TV set that way. Right, because so you have an HDMI cable, correct? Yeah, so that you get both the sound and the video through the HDMI, and it, it looks it looks pretty good. Oh, that's great. We we just got an internet enabled TV, which makes life so much easier. <laughs> Yeah, but how do you like the user interface on it? A lot of the TVs, the interface, it's just so hard to figure out how they work. Uh, I agree. We have one LG and, oh dear, I don't, can't remember the, uh, a Vizio, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And the Vizio, which we got at Costco, a 60 inch for 9.99 on sale, which oh. was fabulous, 1080. 
And it works fabulously, and it has like its own little charms bar where you can scroll from app to app. And, you know, you've got Netflix, you've got, and we have Dish Network, so we have Blockbuster. I can, it has an Amazon app, so I can rent movies or use my Amazon Prime to watch movies direct from Amazon, and we don't have buffering or any problems at all. Isn't it frustrating using a remote with all those buttons to try and uh, yes. navigate? <laughs> yes. Especially when you yes. have to type something in. Yeesh. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Searching for, for a show is, is no fun. That's why I like the Surface, where you can just um, come in and just use the touch controls, and then a keyboard pops up when you need it. You just type the stuff when you want it, and then the keyboard goes back down when it's not, not needed. I wish TVs would have something like that. Well, I've gotten addicted to voice activation, which I have on my Galaxy Note, I'd find when I was taking pictures and you press, tap the little thing to take the picture, I'd jiggle the phone and screw up the picture. But it has an option where I can say my, to my camera, cheese, and it takes the picture. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> and it has a whole bunch of voice commands. I just click a thing called driving mode, and when I'm in the car, I just have to tell it what I want it to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, technology is so, really yeah. going places. I'm looking forward to Google Glasses. I don't know if you've got anyone on your show from, from uh, Google talking about those, but what Well, you, you know, none of the big guys talk to us. <laughs> oh. It's like Google Glasses is like having a Rush, Russian dashboard cam on your forehead. I mean, you could just uh, be videoing everything that you're, you're seeing. It's, uh, it's incredible to me. <laughs> like a Russian dashboard cam. Yeah. You've seen oh, those videos on YouTube, haven't you? The Rus Russian dashboard cams? Oh, yeah, 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 especially when the big meteor yeah. landed. Yeah. Well, great, great scientific import here with those Russian dashboard cams. <laughs> but uh, I think we'll be seeing a lot more meteors once um, Google Glasses becomes commonplace. Yeah, I, I think I, I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, there's going to, the technology, but the problem is a lot of things just still work. I mean, the show computer I use is an Intel with Centrino 2. And all I do is the radio show once a week on it. I mean, I have stuff on it. And it does sync to SkyDrive, which is interesting. None of my other computers do. Oh. But, um, yeah, i got to look into this. Yeah. So, Andy, a couple of other things before we run out of time. Tell us what tips you would give somebody first getting the surface of what to do and what to notice. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it's easy to get lost on the uh, Surface RT because everything runs full screen. And so I find myself uh, picking up the Surface, and I'll start browsing and moving around, and then I'll see a link, and I'll jump to that. And then I want to get back to where I was, and uh, I, I close it, and I'm just back at the Start menu. How do I get back to where, where I initially jumped off into that, uh, that sea of links that I went to? And what you do is you take your finger, and you slide in from the left. And that brings your, your right. last used app in there. And so that saved me a lot of time because before I would, uh, I would get all excited and uh, just jump around between programs and then end up at the start screen and then forgot where my launching point was. But just bringing that, uh, that finger in from the left side brings me right back home, and, uh, and uh, that that's saved me a lot of time. It's also um, having the apps uh, uh, running constantly. Sometimes you don't want an app running constantly. You want to How close do you an shut app. them down? Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no way that's listed to, to shut down an app. But what you do is you take your finger and you bring it from the top of the screen, just bring it all the way down to the bottom of the screen. 
and it's a really cool animation that the uh, that the app makes is it shrinks in size and then just drops off the bottom of the screen and then it's gone it's it's closed wow you yeah. thank you for that tip that's a good one so i have to tell you when you're in internet explorer I've found, because I like to have a lot of windows open and jump from one to the other, and since I don't have Windows apps, like for Buffer or Twitter, things like this, that I don't like what comes on the computer, if you swipe your finger down from the top, you see all your windows that you have open, and you can just tap and go back and forth from window to window. I yeah. love that. Yeah, that's really handy. Yeah. And if there are a couple of uh, Twitter applications uh, out there for, for the Windows. Um, windows yeah, Arch. tried and deleted. Yeah. Well, you know, they've got no place to go but up. <laughs> now, do you think they will be um, the RT? Do you think that will be able to get these new updates? What uh, what updates do you mean? Oh, for the blue? I mean, any update? Yeah, I don't any know. Updates. That's hard to say because uh, one drawback, well, another drawback of the Surface RT is that it doesn't accept drivers, third-party drivers, for a lot of right. things. So if you want to plug in things like external hard drives, you're going to be safe, and you'll be safe with mice and keyboards and flash drives and things like that. But um, if you want to plug in something that uh, that takes a driver where you've got to install something off of a, a disk or, or something like a, um, a USB uh, wired network adapter, you, know, you plug that into your USB port to plug in a, a wired network port, it's not going to find an adapter for it. But there is one USB wired network adapter that there was a, a driver released into the wild, signed by Microsoft, and uh, I downloaded that one, and um, it works. So now I've got wired network access on my Surface RT, but Microsoft, for some reason, pulled the driver. So you can only find that, um, that, that driver in the, uh, in the dark corners of the Internet, but uh, it's a handy thing to have, but it makes me wonder why they locked down the drivers for Surface RT when they obviously intended for it to have drivers by having that yeah. uh, that one out there that was signed for that wired network uh, adapter. Well, I use an ArcTouch mouse with it where I plug the little transmitter into the USB port. Oh, I've got one of those. Yeah, I love that mouse because it flattens out. Right, right, right. I love that mouse, and it works on anything. You can be sitting on the sofa and run it over a pillow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's it's so flat. It's perfect for a tablet, and uh, it does hog the USB port. But you can plug in a um, just a portable little uh, USB hub into the Surface RT, and then you can plug in uh, you know as many USB genius, devices Andy, as you want. genius. I never thought of that. Thank you so much. And now we are finally out of time. Oh no. Uh, well, you know, Andy, you can always stay with me. We have another fifteen minutes of the show. Oh, you, you've got other guests. Well, no, actually, I just have stories, which I could talk to you about, too. <laughs> well, sure, if you want to keep me. All right, I'd love to have you on the show just a little longer. Did you know that, now, you're a big user. Did you know that Microsoft was hacked? Yes. Well, they, they were hacked a long time ago. They finally admitted it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what was interesting, NBC.com was also hacked. Yeah. Um, with and and they called my buddies from Malwarebytes. I don't know if you've ever used that program, but it's really kind of sweet. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it really keeps me safe. I'm a lot more comfortable using it. Great. And um, you know, we all a lot of people are using software in the cloud, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Zendex Zendex hack, which revealed a lot of information. So when we get back. 
Andy Rathbone and I are going to talk about some of the strange things that are going on in technology news. So thank you for being with me. We'll be back after the break. This is Marsha Collier and Andy Rathbone on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRADIO at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. Talk Talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, ha-ha, Mark Cohen isn't with me today. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Andy Rathbone, author of Windows 8 for Dummies and a bunch of other books, and his latest is Surface. 
tablet for dummies. You can get his books on Amazon. Visit him at andyrathbone.com. And he actually, just like I do, answers emails from readers. So, but he's not going to be your tech guy, though. I have to tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably get about five, uh, five emails a day from readers. And I, I answer them all. Me too. I love it. I, I love talking to my readers. Yeah. Um, so talking about a little bit of today's news, I was telling you that I use Dish Network. Now, do you know that Dish Network has a thing called the Hopper, which allows you to skip all the commercials? Did you know that? Is that the one that won Best of Show at CNET and then uh, and then got pulled because uh, CBS is currently suing them? Because uh, Yes, CBS is suing them, NBC is suing them, ABC is suing them, and Fox is suing them. So, you know, Dish has a little bit of a problem there. So you know what they decided to do so they could get, and they're not taking any ads for them right now. So you know what they're doing? What, what did they do? They sponsored a car in the Daytona 500 tomorrow. Ah. <laughs> so Dish Network will be running across your screen the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> they showed the networks. Lawsuits are pursuing, but I have to tell you, I love, I skip commercials sometimes, sometimes I watch them. Yeah, well, if they're entertaining enough, but um, it's, it's, yeah. it's rare that happens. Uh, did you hear the latest news that legalized gambling will be coming to a computer near you? I President, President Barack Obama's administration did an opinion that basically authorized online gambling. So New Jersey is going to be approving it as early as next week. And Nevada jumped on it right away and is going to have online legalized poker betting. Oh. So, yeah, so you no longer have to drive to Las Vegas with $5,000 in your car and return on a $500,000 Greyhound bus. Yeah. You can now lose all your money online. That's true, but how about the, the casinos and, and the people who um, can now hack their computers and get into the gambling programs? I mean, there's got to be a, I mean, talk about security problems. I quite agree with you. I, I so agree with you. And I'm not going to do the story that I had about how to lock down your Facebook privacy. Because bottom line, you shouldn't be sharing anything on the net that is confidential or, in like Andy said, when it comes to online gambling, financial. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're in a direct link with your bank, don't be doing this. Yeah, and there should be some button that kids can push when they're 18 that just wipes out all the stuff they posted when they were kids and, and didn't think about how it's going to you know, influence them 20 years later. Yeah, exactly, exactly, because, because it is, you know, and I see young people posting things online all the time, and I, I just cringe. I yeah. say, oh, God, you really don't want that on there. You don't. Nope. Okay, so uh, this is another interesting, fun fact that I came up with. So we had the Academy Awards on Sunday night. Now, did you always think that when someone votes, you know, the Academy votes, they all get this ballot and they pick their choices? Is that how you thought it happens? Oh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I posted this to Facebook earlier. Instead of voting for one film, to, let's say to determine the best picture, uh -huh. members rank the best picture nominees. Okay, so they get those in. If no one film wins more than 50% of the first choice votes, 
the film with the lowest number of first choice votes is eliminated. Then new ballots with a removed film, second choice is now counted as first choice. (laughs) If a a film still does not have a 51% win, the process keeps repeating. I have a link to that on on my Facebook page. To me, that just seems awfully strange. Why can't they just vote like everybody else? Yeah, majority rule. Yeah, that's the you know that's the way I thought it, but it's really kind of bizarre. And and I'll tweet I'll tweet that link a little later. So I thought that was a little strange. Yeah. Also, I found a new service. I know, Andy, are you a big user of Facebook? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm a, I do Facebook too much, and I don't do it enough. Kurt, my boyfriend, is like on there all the time. He's sharing stories, the whole thing, talking to people. Mm-hmm. But probably this would be a good thing for Kurt. There's a, a an app, a, a program um, put out by a company called Dead Social, and it's called If I Die. It's a Facebook app. And this way you can set up posts on Facebook to appear after you die. (laughs) Um, That doesn't seem like you'd have much to say. Well, um, they suggest that it says it really allows you to be creative and literally extend the personality you had while alive in death. It allows you to be able to say those final goodbyes. Now, you know, CNN reported on this, and I thought it was interesting. There's a whole bunch of companies coming out now that allow users to post after their death. <laughs> Is there a limit? I mean, can you keep posting a thousand years into the future? I mean, there's some implications here. Well, it says there the application If I Die, which is different from Dead Social. Dead Social will officially launch out of beta the South by Southwest Festival in March. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to check that out. Because I'm thinking it could be really cool to tell everybody what you really thought of them and have it published when you die. I like that idea. But the app called If I Die allows users to have their last words memorialized. It's a way to post a public Facebook message that will be revealed after a person has passed away. Users can record their message, choose Facebook friends who will be in charge of reporting the death, and after that happened, the message will become activated. Hmm. I guess some people take Facebook really seriously. Yeah, If I Die launched in 2011 and already has 200,000 users. So go figure. I'm, I like the dead social idea hmm. because, you know, I'm, I, there's a lot I'd like to say after I die. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure Twitter's going to do back. something similar, too. I mean, you can keep tweeting after you're gone. Oh, by the way, I want to tell you, Ed Bot stopped by Twitter and said he just got here. He missed it, so uh, didn't get to the phone. Ed, we love you. Sorry, we missed you. Next time. Next time. You be talking, which is Uncle Bill, and Funtime777 were admitting that they do not back up enough. You know, a lot of people don't back up at all. It's it's really depressing when I get letters from readers who who say that their hard drive is making clicking sounds. They can't get anything out of it. You know what do they do? And the first question is, where? Well, do you have a backup? And then they say no. And then there's absolutely nothing you can tell them. They've lost. Yeah, everything. I mean, 
Marvin at Funtime777 also said the same thing. I admit, I don't back up enough. My laptop is reaching its peak. Need to transfer soon. No, no, you don't get a new computer. You back up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Andy, believe it or not, you've spent an entire hour with me. We have just about a minute left in the show. Well, it sure flew so, by. Yeah, I know. Isn't it fun? It's just like talking on the phone. Yeah. So I want to tell everybody to go to andyrathbone.com. I'd like you to also visit my blog today at mcollier.blogspot.com. I posted an interesting uh, story, a thing about storytelling and how we've noticed President Obama is very strong on storytelling and how storytelling can help you. Andy knows this because we do it in our books all the time. How it'll help you to communicate and get your point across in social media. So, Andy, thank you so much for being with me. Well, thanks so much for having me. That's the end of the show, folks. I want to remind you we'll be back next week, live Pacific time, Saturdays at noon. And find us on iTunes on the WS Radio app. And don't text and drive. This is Marsha Collier on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Thank you, Andy. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash cool eBay tools. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt. 
and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. All you need to do is make one quick, no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. They can reduce your debt, in some cases up to 50%, and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188.